WWFLIP, when we feel like it podcast, where we broadcast, when the fuck we feel like it shine back in the building. And yes, I know I've been gone for a long fucking time, but I'm going to explain that a little later. But anyway, this song right here is actually by fucking Paul Wall. I didn't get to his verse, but it's actually Paul Wall's song off his newest album called Give Thanks. I believe it's with Static Selector. And that was actually Benny the Butcher. But yeah, man, it feels good to be back. I've only been gone for like a whole year and you know, it feels different, man. I do miss recording, but I will get into that. But right now, I got to talk about this Kobe shit. This shit is out of control. First and foremost, RIP to Kobe Bryant. And people act like you got to be a fan of Kobe Bryant in terms of a Lakers fan and all this other shit to say RIP to Kobe Bryant. It's like, grow the fuck up. Nobody's thinking about basketball in this fucking situation. He is a human being. He died from a helicopter crash along with other families and his own daughter and all this other type of shit. So, yes, it's a very traumatic, sad situation. It doesn't matter if you were a fan of him or not, if you liked him or not, any of that shit. If you were a sympathetic human being, you understand the fucking severity of the situation. And if not, you need to grow the fuck up. It's like, God damn, the fuck is wrong with you? Because, of course, I wasn't a fan of Kobe Bryant on the basketball court. I didn't hate him. I didn't like him or hate him necessarily. But I did respect him. He was pretty much the highest showcase of discipline that you could find, which is actually why I've been away from the podcast shit, because I felt like, my discipline and other things were slipping. So I had to just take time out and tighten everything back up and get back on my shit before I can come on the show. Because I feel like it would be disingenuous for me to come on the show and crack jokes and say all this other shit and my life not be in order. It just, it wouldn't sit well with me. It, I'm not that kind of person. So if everything is not in direct alignment with what I do and what I say, I can't fuck with it. So that's why I was going for a while. But, you know, it is what it is. But once again, it does feel good to be back. And um, once again, with this Kobe shit, I'm seeing a lot of shit. I'm hearing a lot of shit, reading a lot of shit. And it's a lot of fucking fuck shit going on. A lot of disheartening shit going on with this whole Kobe shit. Of course, you already knew this was going to happen, but people start bringing up the whole rape case and all this other goofy shit. Knowing the man was not found guilty of this shit, it didn't even go to trial. Not because he paid him and all this other shit. It's because... She no longer wanted to go along with it because the evidence was so insurmountable against her that it would look stupid for her to go to trial. And also, if she went to trial and lost, she wouldn't get any fucking money. So she chose to dodge that, take it the civil route and get a little, you know, get a couple coins out the situation. Also, people seem to forget that her own friends and everybody were about to testify against her because she was bragging about having sex with Kobe Bryant. Not only that, she was bragging about the money she was going to get. And also, she had fucking three different fucking semen samples inside of her fucking vagina at the time. 
not only inside of her did she have that, but she had it on her. She had fucking semen on her when she took the fucking rape examination. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? She had fucking Ancestry.com in her drawers acting like, you know, she was raped by one person and all this other shit. It's like, come on, man, stop it. And I know people hear this. You're insensitive about victims and all this other shit. Now you sound like Gail King because Gail King kept on talking to Lisa Leslie. And if you're living under a rock, you know that Gail King just had that fucking viral moment with Lisa Leslie where she kept fucking grilling Lisa Leslie about Kobe's incidents and how she felt about it and how women should feel about it and all this other shit. And just asking some ridiculous questions after the question was already answered. And she just kept digging deeper and deeper and deeper trying to get this sensationalized answer from Lisa Leslie that Lisa never gave her. And she just, I don't know, she just kept pushing for this fucking answer that never came. But I already know what she was doing and I'll get into that in a second. But before that, what I want to talk about is all these guys who have who haven't been in the fucking best spotlight with black women using this opportunity to get back into the spotlight with women. And it's pretty sad seeing this shit as well. This shit is so deep. It's hard to break all this shit down because there are so many different layers I want to get into. I'm getting all over the place right now. And plus, I'm just not getting back into the podcast yet. So I'm a little rusty. So forgive me. But I want to first start off with Ma from Joe Budden's podcast. He was saying some sucker shit. He was acting like everybody talking shit about Gayle King was an indictment on black women. Like we were shitting on black women by criticizing the shit that Gayle King was saying. In particular, he was saying how he was disappointed in Snoop Dogg and how a legend let him down because Snoop Dogg was talking in an unfavorable manner towards Gayle King, which was deserving in pretty much half the world's eyes. I would say half because, you know, of course, you got the other racist side or the people who want to still get money with all the racist people still acting like Kobe raped this woman. But Gail kept referring to the woman who accused Kobe of rape as the victim. But you can't call her the victim. You have to call her the accuser because it never went to trial and he was never found guilty. So you have to stop saying the victim. A victim would imply that he's guilty of the incident and he was never found guilty. So you got to cut that shit out. Stop it. But anyway, Ma kept talking about how Snoop Dogg was wrong for calling Gail out of her name and you can't talk to black women that way we're not talking to black women that way he was talking to Gail King Gail King is one person who happens to be black she does not represent the black community Gail King and Oprah has not done anything for the black community they have pretty much denounced anything black any fucking way they don't represent anything black and pretty much the enlightenment from the public is starting to grow to where everybody is becoming more knowledgeable of Oprah and her antics and shit to the point where Oprah has to fucking start canceling certain things and getting away from certain things because her cover is blown. People see what's going on now. She can't hide behind the fact that she's a billionaire and she can't hide behind the fact that she's black. That's not enough. It lasted this long, but you know, that shit is no longer working for you right now. Your cover is blown. Gail King also, your cover is blown. I didn't even know who the fuck this woman was until the R. Kelly interview. I don't know shit about this woman until now. But now I've seen everything that I need to see. I know exactly who you are now. She keeps talking about how the fucking video was taken out of context and you need to see the interview in its entirety and all this other goofy shit. How is it taken out of context? These are your own words. It's not fucking diced up. It's just a segment of the interview. But it's not like the fucking questions are edited or anything. These are your exact words. There's nothing else we need to know. We saw this shit. You gotta fucking relax. 
She's acting like the fucking interview was cut up or some shit or the words were cut up. It doesn't matter what else you asked her. You asked this woman about the Kobe case and how Kobe was as a person and shit. And she told you and that shit wasn't good enough for you. You just kept probing and kept probing to get some other salacious type shit. But once again, that shit never came and you weren't satisfied with that. But I already know what you were doing. You went viral with the R. Kelly interview and you tried to recreate that magic. You tried to recreate that and do the same thing with Kobe. But Kobe is a far more loved person than fucking R. Kelly. And that shit was not going to work. And that shit was out of line and that shit was disrespectful. And for those who don't know, Snoop Dogg in like, a, um, I believe on Instagram or something, he was calling Gail King a dog face bitch and some other shit. I forgot exactly what he was saying, but, you know, he was talking crazy to her because she was talking crazy about a legend and still trying to act like Kobe Bryant raped this woman and act like he still had this, like, hidden past and hidden agenda and he had this other side of him or some shit, like he was a monster or some shit. And, you know, Snoop and pretty much other people who loved Kobe or cared about him or people who just are trying to protect masculinity, they all was on Gail King's ass for this shit. And then you have people like Charlemagne and Ma from Joe Budden's podcast saying wild shit about how we need to protect black women and how Snoop Dogg, Ma in particular, talking about how Snoop Dogg let him down, how a legend hurt his feelings and shit. It's like you're looking for Snoop Dogg to uphold the integrity of black women. When Snoop Dogg was at an award show with two women, two black women on leashes like dogs. But again, Snoop Dogg wasn't attacking black women when he talked about Gayle King. And I am proud of Snoop because he has evolved. He seems to be a more enlightened person now at whatever age he is now currently. And I am 100% in support of the shit that he said with Gayle King. Fuck Gayle King. She can eat a dick. It's as simple as that. She was wrong for what she did. And Oprah is no better. She just recently had to cancel that documentary she was trying to make about Russell Simmons. Because once again, black people caught on to what she's doing. And instead of receiving black backlash against the shit, she had to fucking denounce the whole documentary and walk away from it because she know it was bullshit. Same way with this Kobe shit. Gail King should be fucking ashamed of herself. She's trying to blame CBS or whoever it is that um she did the interview with. It's like, fucking relax. That's going to be real interesting to see how that works out too because, you know, they're not going to take that shit very kindly when it was her own words. And also, they probably, you know, created this shit together. But there's some real weirdo shit going on and I'm calling all this shit out. Like, get the fuck out of here. Now back to Charlemagne. Charlemagne made an IG or Twitter post talking about black women are not the enemy. It's like, what the fuck? Now that's very funny from Charlemagne because, you know, on The Breakfast Club, he was always predatory towards women on the show and shit. Talking about how he's going to sniff the woman's seat after she leaves. How he's going to suck farts out of women's asses on the show. Call the women vintage vagina and all this other shit. And now you the fucking authority in the police of black women and the integrity of black women. Charlemagne, kill your fucking self. Stop it. <laughs> like, what the fuck? These people are fucking weirdos. Y'all are the people who had these fucking weird tweets and other shit about black women. Ma was under fire, too, about so-called tweets he had in the past about black women and shit like that, too. He came out and said that these tweets were, you know, fudged and they were they were fake tweets or some shit like that. But either way, they both were under fire with black women about certain things. And I feel like they're taking this Kobe shit as a way to so-called gain favor with black women again. But, you know, cats who know what's going on really see this shit and know, know what really is and what's really not. And this whole shit is just a crock of bullshit. All this over a woman who was a teenager at the time, she was 19, who was bragging about the fact that she slept with Kobe Bryant. 
and her friends were gonna fucking testify against her. And once again, she had Ancestry.com in her drawers. And there's just a lot going on, man. It's a lot to fucking digest. It's a lot to fucking dissect. It's a lot to take in, everything. But one thing I will say about Kobe Bryant, whether you liked him or not, if you knew who he was, he made you step your game up. Because the man was all discipline. When he came in the league, he was 17 years old. And this motherfucker spoke like five different languages and shit. So everybody was like, damn, who the fuck is this motherfucker coming in talking about he going to be better than Jordan? Motherfucker 17 years old, cocky and arrogant and all type of shit. But this motherfucker could hoop. So immediately everybody was on notice. And that's why I didn't like him up front because, you know, I was a Michael Jordan fan. So I was studying Jordan. So here this guy comes in the league, young as hell, talking about he's going to be better than Jordan. I was already like, get the fuck out of here. But the motherfucker was cold, man. Motherfucker was unstoppable on the court. And he was the, the most immediate threat to Michael Jordan in terms of legacy and skill set and all that type of shit. And you had to respect that shit. And most of my friends around me were like major Kobe Bryant fans to the point where when he passed, I'm sure that a lot of cats that are close to me that were close to me at the time probably ended up shedding tears over over his death. Because I know it was probably a hard time for a lot. It was a hard time for me. I mean, this is somebody I've watched play basketball since I was a fucking kid, damn near. So it was hard to see him go, even though I wasn't a Lakers fan or a Kobe fan in terms of basketball. Once again, he still is a person. He's still a human being. And this is somebody that I've seen for damn near 20 plus years of my life on TV and shit and in interviews. Because, you know, the day before he passed, I was watching this interview on All The Smoke podcast with fucking Steven Jackson and um and Matt Barnes. I was just watching that shit. And the next day, my cousin texted me like, you heard what happened to Kobe? And my cousin of all people texted me to show me like, what the fuck? The fuck you mean what happened to Kobe? I thought he was talking about the Kobe that we know. We know somebody named Kobe. Cause I'm like, I know this motherfucker don't watch sports, so I know he ain't texting me talking about LeBron just passed Kobe in the scoring race and all that type of shit. I'm like, man, what the fuck? Then like, yeah, man, him and his daughter passed away. I'm like, man, what the fuck are you talking about? I was fucking clueless because you know, even though I be in tune with all type of shit that's going on. When it comes to live news, I'm damn near always the last person to know about live news because, one, I don't watch the news. Two, I don't fuck with social media. And three, well, really, I don't have a fucking three, man. Relax, man. God damn it. Just leave me the fuck alone. But, yeah, I don't really be in tune with, like, live news type shit as informed as I am with all type of other shit. It could be snowing outside right now. I wouldn't even fucking know. I'll come outside with a fucking, <laughs> with a fucking sleeveless shirt on and shit. Because I'd be the last one to watch the news. I, I ain't fucking with all that shit. But anyway, that shit was pretty jarring how I found out about the shit. I was like, God damn, this shit's crazy. And it's fucked up because he was just opening up about a lot of shit. He was just now doing a lot of interviews and creating his own type of entertainment type shit. And in that interview with Steven Jackson and Matt, Matt Barnes, he was saying how his daughter is really the only reason why he started watching basketball again. Because she was so into it that it made him go back to the games and all that shit. So once again, it's really sad to see both of them go and also the other families involved and shit. But I would want to know more about this pilot, man. I want to know what the fuck is going on with him. Was he depressed? Was Kobe pressing him to go? Was he pressing Kobe to go saying, I can fuck with it. I can handle it. I can, I can make it happen. I want to know what the fuck happened. I want to know if this motherfucker had mental illness. Was he depressed? Was he mad? Was he sad? What the fuck did he eat for breakfast? I want to know everything, goddammit. Because that's fucking crazy, man. That's a super crazy situation to just feel like you're going to fly a fucking helicopter through some fucking fog on some regular shit. That's not regular. From what I believe, though, it probably wasn't foggy where he started. It was probably 
they probably got caught up in fog later on or some shit, but who fucking knows? But that that can't really be the case because other people were fucking warned not to fly that day because of the fog and shit. So of course, yeah, there might have been thicker fog where they crashed at, but overall it was still foggy outside from what I understand. But people would hear this and they'd be like, What the fuck does it matter? It doesn't matter now. They're they're gone. There's nothing you could do. Motherfucker. This could still happen to other people. This is good information to know. So you won't have to go through this shit. Number one, I'm never flying a fucking helicopter. I'm never flying in a private jet. None of this shit. Fuck that. Hell nah. I used to work at the airport. A lot of people don't understand that these fucking airplanes and shit are like 40 years old type shit. Which might sound scary to you, but it's actually, you're actually better flying an older airplane than a newer one. And with all this said, I'm not saying that Kobe's um, helicopter was new or anything like that. This is a whole different separate conversation. I'm just speaking in general right now. This has nothing to do with the, the Kobe shit. But yeah, you're actually safer flying a fucking older airplane and also a bigger one. You don't want to fly no little ass fucking paper airplane type fucking vehicle in the sky and shit. That shit's crazy. It's like, fuck no. I'm I'm not fucking with it. And those helicopters and shit, that's actually a military grade helicopter. Rich people just start buying them and shit. And it's kind of sad that he was kind of addicted to the convenience of the helicopter. And with that said, I'm not blaming him or anything. But avoiding that L.A. traffic is very stressful. I've only been in fucking L.A. for like a year working and shit. I wasn't in L.A. working, but I was in California working. But we went to L.A. a lot on our off time. And the traffic is crazy. I I believe Kobe was only going like 12 miles away from where he was. But that 12 miles could be three hours in traffic, in L.A. traffic. That's how insane that shit is out there. To the point where he was flying a helicopter for pretty much most of his NBA career. At least half of it. But yeah, I don't want to rehash all this shit. I've already spent enough time on it. But, you know, I didn't want to do this because, you know, everybody's talking about the whole Kobe shit. And But I just want to break some certain things down that other people not really breaking down. So to summarize some things, I want to say fuck Oprah. Fuck Gail King. Fuck Charlemagne. Fuck Ma. <laughs> Just in these situations too It's like Y'all know better than that man And Oprah talking about How fucking um Gail King is all stressed out And she's worried about her friend And all this other goofy shit It's like Fam Are you fucking kidding me See y'all don't get the fuck out of here Also Gail King Why don't you talk about your best friend Fucking Oprah She had a fucking school in Africa Where the students were getting raped and shit In Africa Then you got the whole Harvey Weinstein shit Where Oprah and Gail Are Publicly fucking kissing them and all type of weird shit. Who fucking knows what Harvey Weinstein might have did with these two women. Allegedly. If you want to fucking talk about it. And he seems to be the most vile person in fucking Hollywood and shit. I knew about the Harvey Weinstein accusations and I'm nowhere near Hollywood. I'm nowhere near important in the entertainment spectrum and shit. And I heard about this shit years ago. So how the fuck are y'all not saying anything about this shit? But y'all supposedly on the side of right and all this other shit. Y'all supposedly righteous and shit like this. But all the fucking people you trying to make documentaries about and shit happen to be black. And the information happens to be off. The Michael Jackson documentary, it was all bullshit. They're talking about they got molested in rooms of the house that didn't even exist yet. The accuser was actually fucking dating Michael Jackson's niece. But they magically left that shit out. It's like, come on, man. Y'all are full of shit. Then you got the R. Kelly shit. R. Kelly, I'm not mad at that one. It's just that you picking and choosing and shit. 
But yeah, R. Kelly is definitely a fuckboy, so I don't want y'all to think I'm defending R. Kelly. He doesn't count in this. But then you got the Kobe shit once again with the Gail King shit. It's like, all right, y'all got to get the fuck out of here. And then Oprah might be single-handedly the reason why Kanye West has lost his fucking mind because people forget that Kanye West's mother got the doctor that performed her surgery that killed her. She got the doctor recommendation from Oprah's show. That doctor that killed Kanye West's mom was on Oprah. So that shit never would have happened if Oprah didn't legitimize a doctor and have him on the show without vetting him and shit. Didn't do no type of background research on him or nothing. And pretty much got Kanye West's mother killed. And this motherfucker been crazy as cat shit to this day. So people don't even understand that Oprah might be responsible for Kanye West going fucking out of his mind and shit. And I wonder how he feels about Oprah. He may have spoke about it before, but I can't remember. But I really wonder how Kanye West feels about Oprah to this day. Because that's some crazy ass shit. I mean, she's pretty much responsible for his mother's death in a third party type of way. Because she was watching Oprah's show. That doctor was on the show and she hired that doctor to perform surgery on her based off the fucking green light from Oprah. That's some crazy shit. And this is just small portions of the fuck shit that Oprah has done over the years. I don't even have time to go through all the shit, which I would love to do, but I just don't fucking feel like it because it's just too much to fucking go. I can, I can go on for fucking hours about all the whole ass shit that Oprah and done. And this is coming from a person who never really watched Oprah's show. And for some reason, black women feel like they... They have to carry the torch for Oprah like they have to fucking uphold her integrity and all this other goofy shit. Black women, y'all are not attached to Oprah. Get over this shit. Oprah is not for y'all. She doesn't give a fuck about none of y'all. Why are y'all still attached to Oprah and acting like y'all have to love her just because she's a black woman? Get over yourself and please let go of Oprah because Oprah let go of you decades ago. When that first million dollar check cleared, that's the last time Oprah gave a fuck about black people. But here y'all are defending her on some girl power shit. It's like, please grow the fuck up. Please. Shit is sad. Then we got black men dogging my boy Snoop. Talking about their feelings hurting all this other shit. Because Snoop spoke his mind about Gail. The world is just ass backwards right now. Ass fucking backwards. So once again, rest in peace Kobe Bryant. And this has been When We Feel Like It podcast. Where we broadcast when the fuck we feel like it. Sean, gone. Thank you for listening.